and giving them some tools to know what to do. How much are we actually enjoying ourselves and enjoying the quality of life that we're creating? Um, and so starting there seems to be really helpful for people. Welcome to Vitality Evolutions podcast. Discover life-changing advice and insights from lifestyle, fitness and nutrition experts on how to achieve a healthy, fit body and a powerful, vibrant mind. Feel stronger and live longer. Are you ready to rejuvenate your body, mind and spirit? I would like to introduce you to Courtney Shand. Um, today we have a great topic, breaking up with dieting, creating a healthy relationship with food. Um, right out of the gate, I want to let you know that you can reach Courtney at CourtneyShand.com um, in order for you to learn more about her. And um, Courtney, good morning. How are you doing? Good morning. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Good. Great. Yeah, glad, uh, glad you could join us this morning. Um, so give us a little bit of an intro, your background, and um, really what you're passionate about, and then we're jumping into the topic. Sure, yeah. So I am actually trained as a registered dietitian, which means I went through six years of school learning about nutrition. Um, my undergrad work was actually in human ecology, which is maybe a better way of putting it, just all the pieces that it takes for a human to thrive. So... Um, that really kind of set the ball in motion. And um, after becoming a dietitian, I uh, started a job as a wellness coach. And in working with people through the years as a dietitian and wellness coach, I started to notice this pattern um, of this uh, kind of disconnect between how people behave in terms of what they say they want and what they're actually getting. Um, and so upon further study, I went and got some more training because I thought, I don't quite know how to help you, but I know I need to get some training on that. So um, I did some mind-body trainings and I became a relationship coach and it really started to uh, evolve into this bigger picture um, concept of how we relate with uh, food and how we relate with our bodies um, kind of mirrors the way that we interact with people. Um, and so really finding a bigger picture approach for people was finding, um, I was finding more success with that. So that became kind of my, um, my philosophy or my niche. Yeah. Interesting. Because I mean, the topic breaking up with dieting and really the problem that I feel is associated with diets these days, you know, it's, it's, it's a term that's so very quickly used. Um, saying, oh, I found this great diet. Hey, and um, let me let me try this diet. Let, let me try that diet. And I think there's a big problem with it because it really has a yo-yo effect. You know, you might see some quick results with it, and then um, you know, just to be very very much disappointed a few weeks later because you just simply can't sustain something like that. So, I really would like to talk to you about like how do we. Um, the diet mindset like and how do we really know we have that yeah that's a really good question so again in working with so many people through the years i was noticing this pattern of and i've just kind of coined it as the diet mindset i i'm sure there's other people out there that have a different idea of that but it is this yo-yo effect the research shows that we actually gain more weight back when we do kind of crash diets um, and not only does that impact a person's self-esteem um, which 
you know, you're actually losing more than weight at that point. You're kind of losing your confidence in yourself and your ability to to be successful and take good care of your body. Um, and that actually has been really damaging for people through the years. So when they get on this roller coaster of, you know, up and down and up and down with their weight, I was really finding this connection between how they approach dieting and the people that are really successful. So again, I've been doing this for over five years now, and I've got tons of uh, stories of the people that have been successful and the people who are still kind of stuck on that uh, roller coaster, if you will, of um, doing really well, losing some weight, and then kind of tanking. And with that, their self-esteem goes down, their confidence goes down. And it really becomes more of a comprehensive coaching at that point, because we have to get them back to believing that they can do something about it um, and giving them some tools to know what to do. So it's kind of a both and. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So what do you think is a healthy relationship to food? That's a good question, too. Um, so um, what we really want is to have food just be food. And that seems like a really huge concept to think about. But if you can imagine a day when you have been... Um, say at a theme park with your kids or your family and just feeling really good. You know, maybe you get an ice cream and it just is a really like sweet moment that you share with your family. That would be what I would consider a healthy relationship with food. It's a, an interactive, um, uh, kind of joyous experience. You're enjoying it. You're enjoying the people that you're with. It's less actually about what you're eating and more about the experience of it as opposed to, and I'm not saying that ice cream is healthy, but um, as opposed to the, the kind of diet mindset piece, which is very um, shameful of I ate ice cream yesterday and now I'm going to punish myself and I have to exercise. And, um, you know, instead of it being just a thing that I did and moving forward with my life, it becomes this thing that I have to like, nail you know nail myself to the cross for because right. i you know messed up and now i have to punish myself to to reprieve that yeah but ultimately my goal is to help people kind of just be neutral around food they can take it or leave it and just have it be an addition to their life and not a sole focus for them yeah i mean you know i've been working out for 37 years and you know nutrition as being in sports fitness of course trying to change you know, your body uh, body composition from early on, you know, so nutrition was always really close to my heart. But for me, I kind of learned to look at nutrition and food more as fuel. So, you know, maybe not at the beginning is something that's like, oh, enjoyable, but something that I that I understood and, and, and kind of learned and practiced that, hey, this is just something that my body needs. So just the consciousness and awareness alone of, you know, there are building blocks, there are micronutrients, micronutrients, and understanding and learning about that, that alone gives you a little bit of that foundation. And I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, extreme fitness or bodybuilding, anything like that is definitely healthy. I'm just kind of trying to, to make people aware that I think when you understand that food, there are some components to it that you do need to learn and understand like micronutrients, micronutrients, and so forth. That alone then gives you a little bit more of that foundation where you can build an hour. Oh, I really enjoy this. You know, I really enjoy that salad. And I think through that alone, our mind can shift a little bit, right? To understand that, 
you know, a diet, like, like you just said, it doesn't have to be shameful, doesn't have to be, oh my God, I have to go again on this because I gained a couple of pounds because I had a great weekend at my grandparents or whatever and ate too much cake. So by, by understanding that, you know, food can be enjoyable, but at the same time, you know, treat it as something like, well, that's what your body needs is fuel. So, I mean, maybe it's a little bit of my mindset, but what do you, what do you think about that? Yeah, no, that's a really good point. So there's different categories when it comes, there's like different levels almost of, you have to have some basic knowledge and I'm not gonna deny that. There is some education that has to happen for most people because we're not taught how to eat, we're not taught what's good for us. Um, and so there is kind of a basic information piece of, hey, these are things that are good, better things to fuel your body with if this is the results you're wanting to get. And then there's this other layer that I've noticed, and this is where that relationship piece comes in, because it would be like having, it'd be like being married to someone that's a really good roommate. They pay their half of the rent, they keep the house clean, you know, all those things. But but is that the marriage that you want? Is that the really like thriving, like juicy, yes, this is what I've wanted my whole life to be, you know, married to that type of a roommate thing. So it's kind of a both and there has to be some functional information happening and that's where I have to educate some people and then there's that pleasure piece of like how much are we actually enjoying ourselves and enjoying the quality of life that we're creating um, in terms of feeling good in our own body as a result of the fuel that we're giving ourselves does that make sense yeah absolutely so um how do you decide what diet is best for you? I mean, when we're talking about diet, when we're talking about diet in a positive sense that it's more like right the nutrition plan, like the foods, the, the nutrients that we kind of put on our our daily list to consume, like how do we make make that decision? Yeah, so I, I like to encourage people to move more in the direction of getting more variety. Um, that's an area that's really challenging for a lot of people. So a practice that I use with people is to actually go through and explore what has worked for them on a behavior level of what are some of the things based on all the diets that you've tried, what are your favorite pieces? Let's start there. Mentally, you're more likely to buy into something if you have some idea that it's gonna work for you. Um, and so starting there seems to be really helpful for people. I tend to move people in the direction of more of a Mediterranean type diet just because it's been really well researched and pretty well proven. Um, but within that, getting starting where they are and moving them towards getting more color, more fruits and vegetables, healthier sources of fat, good quality sources of protein, making sure that we're getting that variety from all the different foods. Because I, I actually do believe that each of them provide different vitamins and minerals and different benefits. Um, and so that variety is really part of um, as we develop as humans, there is a certain amount of variety that we need as well. So um, that's kind of what I encourage people to think about is how, where is it not meeting your requirements and what you're needing? Because ultimately at the end of the day, a good diet for you is what makes you feel best um, and makes you feel best about what you're doing. Yeah. Does that make and sense or what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think what I found is important is that, you know, you definitely have to start thinking ahead, especially when it comes down to having, uh, um, you know, in the evening times, you know, when we had a stressful day, we're finally relaxing, we're sitting down, we're watching our favorite TV shows, and then suddenly like, oops, I'm hungry. We're opening the fridge, and the first thing that's that, that sticks out is the leftover cake or 
cookies or something, and that's kind of, I think, a challenge. So, I mean, uh, of course, if you have children at home and all that, I mean, even though that would be the case, I still encourage when you go shopping to kind of be conscious that you shouldn't buy processed food, sugary foods on a, on a, on a bigger level. But again, like having, I guess, things in your fridge and in your house at all that that is not, um, let's say, um, you know, processed food or anything that is high in, in sugars or anything like that will be a big first step because then you don't even have a chance to really pig out or, or snack on something that is unhealthy. So starting to prepare and think ahead, um, that gives you a little bit of that, that foundation, I think, to, to, to make better, better decisions when, when, for example, the evening times time come and many people just open up a bag of chip, uh, chip, uh, you know, potato chips or something, you know? Absolutely. What I found from people, and even the research supports this too, um, but just from talking with people, the people that are the most successful, there's this kind of, I think, a misconception about willpower. Everyone thinks, I don't have enough willpower. And the people that have willpower actually just set their environment up to support the goals that they have. They've kind of decided, hey, it's not worth it to me to have that temptation in the fridge or on, in the shelf uh, of the pantry. You know, I know that potato chips are going to be challenging for me, so I'm just not going to buy them. And I do find that to be a really consistent pattern that when people decide they kind of set their mind to, hey, this is the direction I'm going in and these things no longer support me and therefore I'm not going to do that. Um, they, they don't have to rely as much on willpower. And so they end up just naturally being more successful because they've surrounded themselves with things that are going to support health. Has that been right. your experience or what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, part of it is too that, you know, when you're, when you're, there's a little bit of a distinction as well. I mean, that when you're really looking at absolutely healthy, nutritious food, that there are some processed foods out there these days that we can buy that are maybe I wouldn't consider exactly healthy, but at least they're low calorie. Um, you know, there's some quinoa foods right now, they are in low, low calories. But if you're really trying to switch from cookies, you know, maybe try that for a week or two, at least as a transition period. So things are not so drastic to switch from cookies to cucumber. You can dip into um, hummus or something, you know, so that, that switch might be drastic. So kind of think ahead and don't, and what, what you said earlier, don't punish yourself saying, oh my God, I'm on this new diet. I can eat anything except like, you know, some 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 salad and some grilled fish, but you know there are definitely some things that can lead you in, into the right direction when we, when you go shopping or when you order online. Your food. Absolutely, and that's a really great point. Just to add to that, that's a, kind of a mindset shift that I encourage a lot of people to think about. Is ten percent is always greater than zero, and when we start to think that way, of what can I do that's going to put me ten percent closer to where I want to be instead of ten percent further away it seems more manageable than I need to get to 100% today. I need to be switching from cookies to cucumbers. That's, no one's gonna buy that. That's not something that's sustainable in terms of like just human psychology. We don't, we don't make that jump. That's a huge like Grand Canyon level jump. For most people, they're willing to make a, you know, a micro adjustment. Like you said, finding some healthier cookies or maybe a smaller portion of the cookies. Um, that would be a, a really applicable step, yeah. And then what I teach in, um, I mean, what people can learn through Vitality Evolutions membership program is that, you know, it's a step-by-step -step approach. And like you get daily advice, you get daily tips, 
And not everything might apply to you and certain things might stick out and say, oh, I really want to try this. I really want to try the protein waffles or, or the power shake or something like that. And then, you know, implement that, implement a few little, little things and try them out for two or three weeks rather than throwing everything at you at once and overwhelming your system, your body and your mind. Because, you know, as, as we spoke about, you know, your mindset, your belief system is so important. So, you know, really, helping your belief system by not overwhelming it and stressing yourself out by rather creating a positive environment is so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, such a great point. And once you start seeing yourself behave that way, it kind of reinforces that, hey, I can do this and I did do this. And you're willing to take that step again. So I see these people kind of like gradually, it's kind of like being pulled in that direction at that point, um, which is really powerful. At that point, you know that you're on the right track. Great, great. Well, lots of good stuff today. Um, again, you know, when you hear the word diet, don't freak out because diet can be something that can be very natural, organic if you think about it in your own way, in the right way. Um, so definitely take some of the things that we spoke about to, um, to heart today. Um, Courtney, again, tell people how they can reach, uh, reach you and um, what services you offer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you can visit my website, CourtneyShand.com. That's C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y-S-C-H-A-N-D. I do offer one-on-one -on -one coaching virtually. Um, I also am in the Nashville area in Tennessee, so I do have an office space available here as well, um, if that's something that is of interest to you. But I would love to support you along the way, however I can. Um, and if you want some more information, just reach out. There's a little memo uh, in my website, you can reach out and we can connect and see if it would be a good fit to work together and, and move you forward. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much. Let's all stay healthy and um, fill our fridge with good stuff. Thank you so again. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks, Will.